Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox. I'm the Compliance Evangelist, and I'd like to welcome you to a special five-part series on the evolving role of risk, compliance, and ethics. This series is sponsored by SAI Global. SAI Global has developed a new service offering, Ethics Anywhere. Ethics Anywhere is a modern approach to learning. It is responsive on any device, customizable for any organization, and targeted to any user, available in any location, and translated in any language. So your employees can consume content at any time and prepare for any risk. And you can collect data to measure any goal your ethics and compliance program may have. For more information on Ethics Anywhere, check out our sponsor's website, saiglobal.com. That's saiglobal.com. In this episode two, I visit with Rebecca Turco. Rebecca is the Vice President of Learning Solutions at SAI Global. And in this podcast, we have a very interesting exploration of the changing compliance mindset. This five-part series on the involving role of risk, compliance, and ethics is a special production of the Compliance Podcast Network. Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox. I am back for another episode in our five-part series on the evolving role of risk, compliance, and ethics in protecting brand and reputation. Today, I have with with, with me uh, SAI Global Vice President of Learning Solutions, Rebecca Turco. Uh, Rebecca, uh, welcome. Thank you for taking the time to visit with me today. Uh, thanks, Tom. Thank you for having me. So, Rebecca, uh, in this uh, episode, we are going to take a look at really uh, take a look at your experiences and your takeaways. One of the things that has intrigued me is the uh, changes um, and evolution of the compliance space, the ethics and compliance industry uh, from literally to from the regulators to the 15 million dollar company that may be selling um products overseas and everything in between. So I wanted to ask you, uh, what uh, key takeaways have, have you seen uh, in your experience over the past five years? Yeah, I, I think that we are in a very uh, different place than we were five years ago. Uh, the market's showing us uh, that we're no longer about just providing compliance content and checking the box. Uh, the whole entire idea compliance is now part of the culture of a company. The trends that we're seeing really are around how, how are companies embedding uh, compliance and culture in their organization? What are they doing to change behavior? Look at um, the analytics to talk about uh, effectiveness of training. We've seen a lot of shift from 20, you know, 30 to 40 minutes of training. Targeted, you know, people are looking for targeted pieces of content. They want to be able to make sure their employees are valued in terms of the time they're spending on that training. They clearly want to measure effectiveness to show that the program's working or to show risk areas that are uh, maybe a problem for companies. The content has to be engaging and, and tied to business outcomes. Uh, so there, these are the trends that I've seen. We're moving away from kind of boring pieces of content uh, that cover broad risk areas that kind of give you a level of security or you think you have a level of security really moving into meaningful pieces of content understanding where people's risks are in the business practices that they they work in today understanding their roles understanding you know how risk presents them to them in that role so i think the trends i'm seeing really are around kind of getting more focused more targeted 
and left the run of, of kind of a blanket that covers me from an anti-bribery or, you know, a risk area. So uh, that's what I'm seeing. Are you seeing similar things or have you come across so, other trends? You, um, you really said a lot in there. So let me unpack that a little bit because you actually started with the regulators, with the Department of Justice. And you mentioned specifically the Department of Justice uh, mandating that uh, compliance program training had to be effective. But it's not just it has to be effective. You as the company, you have to demonstrate effectiveness. So we have the government talking about effective training. I heard you talk about making uh, training more engaging. And from the service provider perspective, uh, I think that's something that uh, people like yourself have really worked at to get away from uh, rote training, either by PowerPoint or by uh, <laughs> by uh, uh, Xerox copy uh, to, to something that people are going to be engaged in. And then I heard you talk about your clients, the customers, the companies, uh, they actually want more focused and targeted training for the risk that people are engaging, or rather the risks people have out in the real world. So you really, uh, I thought, really spoke to the spectrum of the players in the compliance space and how everyone has a specific role, even as, as tactically or down into the weeds as as much as uh, training. So I wondered if you might be able to, to talk about uh all three of those and how you've seen that evolution, starting with uh, when the department talked about effective training in the 2017 evaluation, that was really the first time they had said in a policy statement that they wanted to see not only you have effective training, but how do you measure that? How does someone like yourself take that information and incorporate that into your uh, working with clients? I, it's a great question. I think there's a, a couple pieces here. You know, effectiveness, uh, as, as you said, they, they, they came out in 2017 and said it's no longer checking the box. You have to do more. Uh, learning, uh, and I come from a learning background, is, uh, you know, the key to any learning objective is being able to understand its concepts, understand how it applies to you, and then it's daily repetition or weekly, monthly repetition. It's not a one and done so when we think about effectiveness for, you know, our, our solution is, of course, you're going to have to have a high level offering that talks about kind of, you know, risks in the business. You have to, you know, meet your, your regulation um, from, a, um, you know, from the, from the regulators, but also, and the learner needs to understand what it means to them. And it's not the first time they take the course. That does not mean that they're, you know, able to make the best business decisions when presented with scenarios. Scenarios of working environments are complex. So we look at it in a way that says they need to understand what the risk is. They need to understand what to do if presented with that risk, right? Where to go, you know, how to report if necessary. And then they also over time need to understand how that risk presents itself in their job. So a, a finance risk versus a sales risk are very are two different very, two different risks for an organization. Um, so we look at effectiveness as saying you have to train them. You have to follow up with some type of reminder about that training, right, or about that business risk. You have to infuse it in your manager conversations and your, you know, your CEO messages. You have to start to have this culture of compliance, this community within your business that says compliance isn't a one-stop event. It's over time, and that is how you start to get to, the, you know, the behavior change. So we look at effectiveness to say, Everything that we give you, whether it's an assessment in a, in, a, in a course, whether it's a standalone, you know, um, 
knowledge check, whether it's a question that asks, what do you think? Give me what you think about this scenario. Do you think there's risk? The value in grabbing those analytics and that data to then be able to start to measure where people are, where people really feel, what they think, what they understand, you start to drive your, your, your kind of roadmap for your compliance program year after year. Every year you'll say you're going to run a certain amount of courses and you just do it because you didn't do it last year or because the media says you have to do it, right? Because there's a movement. Uh, we look at saying, let's take the data, let's understand where your learners are and let's help them along that journey. And it doesn't mean that everyone gets the same training. It means that we are going to make sure that you, we're helping you uh, teach that employee what they need to know, understand how those risks present themselves, and then continue to train and remind them of how that may come up in their, in their daily job in life. So it's, it's measurement over time with effective questioning, right, and effective content. So one of the things or challenges that I assume you would have had to deal with in your learning uh in your career in the learning industry uh, is uh, the topic of engagement and how do you engage employees? And we've seen uh, training go from literally, you know, PowerPoints to gamification to uh, very interactive, very active. Uh, what do you see or what's the role of a company like SAI Global in that engagement piece? How do you work to make training engaging for those sitting in the chairs or at the tables listening? I think it's an ongoing uh, process. I think that the industry is looking for ways, to your point earlier, to get away from the PowerPoint, um, the kind of boring slideshow, and really think about what is engagement, what is gamification, what does that mean in a compliance context? I think of it, you know, SAI thinks of it as um, two ways, personalization. If the learner feels that the program's impersonalized to them, whether it's asking questions up front about their role or questions about their, uh, you know, where they work or who they manage, there's an immediate interaction before I get a piece of content, right? So I'm immediately curious when I answer these questions, what the content is going to be behind this. So this idea of it, it, it personalizing it for the learner, making the learner actively interact with this um, starts kind of giving the learner a perspective that's different than here's a course that everyone's taking. And then when you think about gamification, you think about um, you know, what are the elements that you can bring in there? You know, for me, that comes in, in a couple ways, right? It comes in the way of making pieces of content that are shorter, uh, that have, you know, using modern design elements, right? When you think about video or, you know, media pieces, uh, assessments and knowledge checks that give you points, right? Building this kind of idea that there's a, a point or reward. If you get all these assessments right, you don't have to take the compliance training. You've already shown us competency here. You get to go right to the certification, right? So these are the ideas of how do I engage the employee? And I think that also comes down to those, you know, when we talk about scenarios or, you know, the risks is, is making those meaningful. It's making sure that, you know, everything that you're putting in front of your employee looks like your brand. It looks like the office that they work in or their, their colleagues that they sit next to or the, you know, the, the clients that they go and see. That is really important to, to making it meaningful and making it to the point where people feel that it's, you know, personalized and engaging. It's not something off the shelf, right? That, that, that just some, every company is using. This was meant for me. This is meant for my company, for my job. And, you know, for me to be able to make sure that I'm adhering to our rules as, a, as an organization. 
Rebecca, unfortunately, we are near the end of our time, but I've been visiting today with Rebecca Turco, the Vice President of Learning Solutions at SAI Global. Uh, we've been looking back, really, at uh, what Rebecca has seen over the past five years, uh, specifically in the area of uh, compliance training and solutions. I hope you'll join us again tomorrow when we talk about ethics anywhere. Rebecca, thank you for taking the time to visit with me today. Thank you, Tom. Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox again. I'd like to thank you for listening to this episode in our five-part series, The Evolving Role of Risk, Compliance, and Ethics, sponsored by SAI Global. This five-part series is a special production of the Compliance Podcast Network. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.